This special episode is brought to you by Oreo's Mystery Cookies. Do you enjoy a spoogy substance between two chocolate cookies? Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Is that a good, uh, that a good ad copy there? I like the word spoogy. <laughs> Who doesn't like the word spoogy? <laughs> it has a very visceral quality to it. It's a spoogy. <laughs> Who doesn't like the word spoogy? Every girl I've ever dated. Um, <laughs> and all the girls are as finished dating. What looks? Damn it, I'm not paying attention. Why can't, why can't we do this when I'm paying attention? <laughs> all right. Spoogy. <laughs> We're just talking about spooge. Seems so like. Then I can dig it. That's why I stopped again. Spaced out. <laughs> <laughs> or I always spaces out once Spooge is involved. Well, if we get this oh. if we get this right, we win fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. Fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. And there's also a collect to win. Can we do this one too? Like, on air? Are we doing it now? I thought we were, no, we're are doing we it late. We're doing it. Oh, this, really, this, really this, really is, this is the this climax. Is just the ad copy. Yeah. This is this yeah. is the My bad. This, this is the is money the, shot. This is the build. Yeah, this was just the... Uh, it's good podcast noise to hear, though, you know. The crinkly. That and for Biscuit. Yes, it makes... Uh, it's for our, I feel like a lot of our audience are feral cats. <laughs> and probably they enjoy that's, the sound. That's, that's true, actually. Like yeah. South African feral cats. <laughs> right. Very into the podcast. It's like in Scrooge, where he's like, you know, dogs and cats. <laughs> watching TV in greater numbers. Podcast is the next... Uh, podcasting has to be the next front. Yeah, obviously. So, uh, so hello, listeners. Welcome to a very special, uh, modestly spooky edition of uh, that podcast. It's the third shows. annual Spooktacular. Uh, it's not a Spooktacular. Oh, everybody else does that. Oh, it's, it's a different thing. Oh. <laughs> it's a different thing. Not the Spooktacular. Uh, <laughs> spooktacular, Hallowfest. Uh, <laughs> Satanic sacrifice. We don't want the thirtieth uh, annual sp- uh, spelling bee. Yes, <laughs> we don't want the spectacular to sue us. <laughs> so uh, this year, while we were so busy relaunching the podcast, it never occurred to us to actually schedule horrory stuff on the main feed episodes. So <laughs> we we thought instead. I mean, uh, I guess the the one that's going to be posting in. Uh, on Up All Night is going to be Angel, and it's kind of horrific that you keep looking at these topless women that are supposed to be teenagers. That's <laughs> <laughs> a little horrifying. Um, the implications. The implications. The implications are scary. Uh, so we decided we would record a brief thing. Uh, we don't have a lot of script for this or anything, so it's going to be a shit show. Welcome to it! <laughs> it's an extra episode, so I feel like, you know... It's podcast secret. too much. <laughs> Are we doing a haunted thing again this year, Josh? Like, no, I think we decided not to do a haunted thing this year because, no, it, as longtime listeners will remember, uh, sure. in our first uh, Halloween—well, not our first Halloween thing, but the second Halloween episode that we recorded when we decided <laughs> to start doing conceits—we went to a haunted farm. Oh, and the, were the chased, haunted hay rack, chased right. by an evil farmer oh, and maybe gosh. died. I had, yeah, Brad and I did. We had, we had quite, quite a few memories at the haunted hay rack ride. Yeah, yeah. Remember, you remember the corn maze? There was a corn maze. I yeah. remember that. there was some sort of vortex at the heart yeah. of it. 
Yeah. No, that, I think we stopped existing. Haunted yeah. farm stuff was before my time, but yeah. did did the bits about our our, our sex farm ever make it to air? No. Uh, the, the sex farm bits have been posted pretty recently because we oh, were wow. on the Shazam. Because oh, of really? Course. <laughs> Shazam related sex farm material. That's, that's right. I don't even remember. I can't. <laughs> like, like, I hadn't. I had forgotten until I edited it and listened to it. And yeah. I was like. Oh wow! There's a lot of sex farm on this. <laughs> yeah, are, those are really fucking great bits. Extended sex farm bits. Yeah. So there, there, there has been a, a continual thread of uh, of farming. Gosh, greater agricultural service. You remember yeah. last year when 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 Shane stayed with us in the haunted mansion? Uh, Shane wasn't there for the haunted mansion. You remember when Kyle was with us for the haunted mansion? <laughs> I'm not sure Kyle was there either. I think you might have been busy. <laughs> Maybe it was Kyle. Maybe that's why we kept forgetting the bit. Because he was stoned. <laughs> that makes we sense. We kept having other jokes. Yeah, we stayed in that haunted mansion for your great uncle. To, like, to when my money. great uncle died and, and dared us to, to win um, Patreon money, right? Yeah, yeah. It was money in the bank or something. I don't remember. <laughs> it, was, it was like money in the bank in that it, the briefcase didn't contain any money. That's Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Spoiler alert for anybody who goes back in the archives at a future date when we have archives. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a wrestling episode soon and we'll revive the, the money in the bank bit. Uh, no, I meant the, the money oh, in the, 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 the briefcase not being there at the end of the I mean, haunted I mansion. I mean, I don't, I don't think we actually recorded that bit. Oh, no, then, then never mind. I think we're making that up right now. Yay! So, so it will be a spoiler for people because it won't be there. Listen, history is written by the victors. History is so. written by the victors. So, I was so we're tired they of... got me up in that ladder. <laughs> so we're, we're tired of spooky stuff, so we thought that we would stay instead just at my apartment this uh, for this episode. Which, by the way, is built on an Indian burial ground. Wait, what? Yeah. No, this apartment complex was totally built on an Indian burial ground. Damn. The whole Man, thing, Josh. the whole thing. Yeah. As a as a millennial, I gotta let you know. I, I I'm pretty sure it's Native American burial ground. Is it or is it like First Peoples? Like I, I hear that in Canada. You know, it's it, again as a millennial. Would it would it be so far for us to just like actually do a little bit of research and and find out what these indigenous peoples tribe truly is? Yeah. <laughs> and if you if you listen to our show, any any amount of uh, decent research is clearly too much for us, as are any production values. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so that explains the weird weather that's always going on over your apartment complex, really, huh? It is weird that it's always raining blood outside. See, I just thought somebody was like a really big True Detective fan, and that's why there were all those like bundle things like <laughs> scattered around the property. All the stick bundles that yeah. no, I think that, that is raccoon. That. Oh, oh. Yeah, no, no, that didn't have nothing to do with oh, okay. the burial ground thing. Did you know the rent is really good? <laughs> so, <laughs> what are you going to do? You're going you're to get a few stick bundles in animal entrails. <laughs> Biscuit sounds very, it looks very interested in the concept was, of animal entrails. Yeah. Uh, it's like Riverdale season one out there, you know, or season two out there. <laughs> like it. Loses its way halfway through, and, yeah, and no yeah, one well, cares. Well, no, but the part with the you know <laughs> the, the, the Dungeons and Dragons sacrifices. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> that would be season three. Was that season three? <laughs> yeah. Wait, what was season, season two? That's the mafia one, buddy. What was season one? <laughs> season one is that having was... sex with your teachers. Oh, yes, and, and, and oh, trying okay. to find. Uh, 
No, okay. Charles Brothers killer. Okay, so yeah, it was the the Black Hood, then the then the Mafia. No, what wasn't the Black Mo- Hood was Black season Hood two as well? Like it started with Black. Do Hood. I not remember season one? <laughs> welcome, welcome to the Riverdale podcast. Uh, season season one, they're just trying to find Jason Blossom's killer, right? There's not a whole lot else that's happening. In okay, that. it's not. It's a good. It's a good season, but it's not super crazy. Yeah, season two is kind of boring. Like it starts with the Black Hood stuff, but then partway through, they're like, "Oh, we think we know who the Black Hood is." Certainly, we're not wrong, and it won't come back. Ten okay. episodes later, after you've forgotten. Yeah, uh, and then it was all about uh, Betty's brother and uh, Archie joining the mob. Oh, yeah. Season three is all about. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons and There's Fight Club. Something's in, something in Gargoyles. Right? Ghouls. <laughs> so gargoyles and... I don't know, fucking know. G and G. Something else Griffins. that's over the G. Griffins and Gargoyles. That's correct. Is there... It's their, like, D&D knockoff thing? Yes. Well... <laughs> and it's also magic. And it doesn't play, like... In any way that anybody who's played a tabletop game will recognize <laughs> as a tabletop game. <laughs> Because you get like mission it's, cards it's and def- shit. Definitely, like if if your grandma was like to describe what Dungeons and Dragons was, that's pretty much what this was. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's 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 real weird. <laughs> you get mission cards, and those mission cards usually tell you to kill somebody real. I think <laughs> most yeah. of the mission cards are like murder somebody. Um, which Why does... Dungeons and Dragons stopped doing after the seventies. Yeah, <laughs> probably for the best. I just don't understand in Riverdale why Jughead's eyes are open. It is a bit weird. Because Jughead's eyes are always closed. Yeah. I, I mean... He's, he's a very different character in Riverdale. <laughs> like, when you <laughs> really think about yeah. this. <laughs> he's the most changed of all of the characters, I would say. Agree. And he, he doesn't even seem to have an incredible hunger He'd, for I was just sandwiches. about to say, there's no, there's no burger thing there. Yeah. That is that is my true also, true withholding beef on the show. It's just like uh, even even that's like, your beef, huh? Is one or a couple of burgers here and there? Like, they they have burgers. Like that's the that's the season finale so far. I think most season. Is yeah, they, but Jughead's they, never they, like, like toast a cheese. Yeah, the Jughead's never like I need burgers. Just honestly, it was his main driver in the, the comic. The burgers perfect, avoiding Big Ethel. The perfect thing I think would be if it was exactly the way that it still was, but he's like Brad Pitt in the Oceans movie, where they never address it, but he's just constantly like snacking on like little stuff. Like he's got a bag <laughs> of chips here. It's always something like a bag of candy or things like that. But they don't ever. Well, they really probably bring don't want to deal with this as the show is being taped. It's, it's a high production television too. program. <laughs> they could. When you did that, I don't know if you saw Biscuit shot up like a fucking rocket. <laughs> like, what's happening? Yeah, they have ADR. We don't. <laughs> that would be it'd be great if, if it just inexplicably Jughead had an infinite bag of burgers that he was constantly eating burgers. Oh from. man, like a like like White Castle sliders. Yeah, like a little cozy end burgers. Oh, <laughs> God, that would. I wish that's my genie wish now. Like, if I'm yeah. hungry. Yeah, have a bag, paper sack, just unfold it. Burgers. Unfurrow. Yeah. And season three is the good one, by the way, people. Season one's okay. Season two, <laughs> terrible garbage you have to slog through. Season three is where you want to be. Do you know that there is a cartoon, like, Riverdale old mysteries thing? 
uh, Archie another, and the gang. I know there was an old Archie's like Scooby Doo type a cartoon. Time one too, I thought. Is there Possibly? a time one? Oh yeah. man, there's a comic book where Jughead joins yeah, time, time traveling police. <laughs> <laughs> that I, I got the first issue of, and it's real boring <laughs> for 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 a book about time traveling Jughead. <laughs> it was real boring. <laughs> yeah, was, was he eating a burger in every panel or something? <laughs> <laughs> Similar. And it's, Shut it's, up, Cody. The first issue is a lot of setup, and I was like, I don't I'm need setup. It's fucking Jughead traveling in time. I don't care. I was gonna say, just still pick up the like. $3 digests at your grocery checkout line, if that's still a thing. That's the best. Those you are work the best. at a comic store, goddammit! Well, listen, we have some of those. <laughs> we have those Sabrina comics. For for an old Halloween thing, I think it was a Halloween thing, we did uh, we did so, the old Sabrina the Teenage Witch against a new one, I believe. Turns uh, and turns the old out Sabrina the Teenage Witch turns out to be really fucking great. Sabrina. <laughs> yes. The like old Archie comics are actually, it turns out my grandma fucking knew what was what, because those comics are really fun. Uh, lots of old com- Uh, My mom is actually named after the Nancy comic strip. Hmm. Fun, fun fact. So I have read <laughs> all of, and th- that one's being remade right now. Did you know that? Oh, no, but there's 21st, or I guess, what, are we in the 22nd? We're not in the 22nd century, are we? We're in the yeah. 21st. We're in the 21st century. <laughs> yeah, 21st. So it's modern Nancy. Were you joking, or did you genuinely... No, I, did you, you genuinely fucked me think? up for a second. No, I, I got it. I got it. It's 21st. If I yes. wasn't here, this podcast would have agreed that it is a 22nd century. Yep, absolutely. I just that You know what? Time. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Look, I'm really fucking tired. Like, we went, we went to damn Cody's party last night, and... I get it. The funny thing right now is that... And I had a bowl hair... of spaghetti talking to me. Like, <laughs> your true. Your hair is awesome right now, yeah. uh, I have to say. Yeah, that. no, I'm fucking, I'm fucking hungover, uh, even you, you though I didn't it. have all that much to drink. <laughs> you look it. You look a little rumpled, friend. <laughs> yes. You look like you were drinking rumplements. Rumplements. You were uh, impeachments. Yeah, oh, I, that's right, I was handing out impeachments all night. Yeah. It's been about 15 minutes, which I think is the time we budgeted for our Archie talk. We've pivoted perfectly to Sabrina now. Yeah. God. Read old Sabrina. It's real good. Um, quite a bit... Oh, excuse me. I told you I was tired. Uh, quite a bit different than its TV show, too, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. Both, both in the, the old Sabrina and in the... Uh, Chilling Adventures, which is significantly different than the the Netflix show, yeah. and better. <laughs> yeah, the Netflix show I thought was only okay, and some of the camera stuff that they do is real fucking annoying. Oh yeah, like let's... The, the thing with the whenever there's magic, they do this sort of. It's constant. It's like constant. The, uh, the camera like tent around the edges. Yeah, like makes it hard. It yeah, it makes it really hard to watch. It's very annoying. Like, I don't need that shit. <laughs> yeah. It it hurts. It's like a headache watching it. Okay, now I'm, I'm worried you're going to eat that biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy takes away all your fun biscuit. Yeah. Alright, so what we're here for is to just sort of talk about horror stuff. We were going to write sketches and stuff, and then we all went to parties or worked late, and... Traveled for business and ended up real fucking tired this week. No, <laughs> we, I, so we didn't do no, much of that. I forgot. 
<laughs> okay, fair enough. Aura, Aura just forgot. <laughs> I, don't, uh, I don't have a good excuse. You I guys just... want to carve out a time now to talk about horror comics? Uh, I I figure we can just each talk about horror stuff that we're into. Sure, yeah. I mean, that's I mean, I'm, it. I'm huge into horror, of course, as everyone knows. Yes, Halloween is kind of the only holiday I care about a whole lot because I enjoy watching horror movies. Halloween is um, also the only holiday that I am truly 100% in on, but yeah. I, I also like the spooky spirit. Absolutely. I've said, I'm pretty sure I've said before, like, Charlie Brown, It's the Great Pumpkins, like, my favorite Halloween special. Nice. I have seen that cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's good. Yeah, great. It's yeah, a good yeah, cartoon. Yeah. Very, very sweet in the, the classic Charlie Brown mode. Mm-hmm. Just like the old uh-huh. Archie mode. Yeah. yeah. Like, the, like the Riverdale show. Did you ever see The Simpsons? <laughs> the Tree... The Tree House of Horrors yeah. series? Oh, well, the one where they did uh, The Great Pumpkin. Oh, no, I don't think so. Like, I think it's Millhouse is believing in The Great Pumpkin. Maybe Lisa, I can't remember who. And it turns out the Great Pumpkin is real, but wants to kill everyone. <laughs> and it's a, it's a fairly good bit. One of the for a later Simpsons bit, it's pretty good. Oh man, I'll have to look up that then. Yeah, I'm thinking about getting this Disney Plus service because I find out they're going to have all the Simpsons on it. So <gasps> that's how they hooked me. Oh shit! And for some reason, I was just like, maybe I'll just watch all of the bad Simpsons that I never watched. No, you can do that on Hulu. <laughs> I think they only have like a season or two, don't they? Yeah, they they always have the most recent one. That's that was my. Yeah, because I fell off like in season twelve or something. Man, I am old. Have <laughs> <laughs> decades of Simpsons that I've not watched. Years. They they played it straight through on FX that one time and or yeah. FXX. And well, they, that's how so many and people it, they have played it straight through for a month. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, every Simpsons. Ever. Because the first was a was a mid season, but beyond that, they were all twenty two episode seasons. So twenty nine seasons of twenty two episodes, and then a, and then a, like ten or twelve thrown on there, and you Specials have a lot of fucking episodes. Yeah. Did you do the movie too? I don't know. If they did the movie. I like the movie. Uh, the movie was good. I remember seeing it. Like I'd been out of The Simpsons for quite a while by the time it came out, but. I thought it was. I thought when I saw it, I was like, "Well, they're just going to stop the show now, right?" Like they made a movie. Right, this yeah. is a nice capstone. It's it's a fine place to end the series on, and they didn't <laughs> because I don't know that they can anymore. Like I right. feel like it's. I feel until, like at this point, one it of the requires main effort. Voice actors end. goes or something like. Yeah, probably when uh, Dan Castanella passes, that'll probably be it. I feel. I feel like Spongebob kind of was the same way. Like, they had their movie, and then where it was kind of like, okay, well, that'll be, you know, he's the manager now. And then they were like, well, the first movie is the end of the series, but that hasn't happened yet. We're going to still go on. There's still money. Like, okay. <laughs> and then they made another movie, and you're like, okay. And then the creator died, and we're like, we're going to do another CG, like, prequel now that he has passed, and we can sneak it through. That that sounds like some millennial rage right there. You know, there's something to be said for just fucking letting things die. Yeah. (laughs) And I'll bring in something that is kind of horror-related and kids-related, one of my favorite kids' horror things, uh, Gravity Falls. Yeah. Which very much has... I mean, I don't know if it's a horror series per se, but it has a lot of horror tropes to it, because it's about monsters and weirdness. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's two really perfect seasons of an amazing show. Uh, 
and thus far nothing else, and that's I'm fine with that. Yep. Like it told a great story, and now that story is done. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they said they were doing more of them. No, not for Gravity Falls. I thought at one point I heard about a comic thing that they were going to do, but that's well, see, even far. even that I'm like okay with because it's it's different people working on it. Yeah. Because in the same sense, Over the Garden Wall, if you haven't seen it, is also a fantastic fall season fall season TV series that's only one season long, so it's the length of a movie, and that's yeah. it. It was always just supposed to be a mini series. It aired like one a week for like ten weeks in the fall, like, leading up to, like, November, and it was really good, and then there's, like, some extra comics now, but other than that, there's no plans for new stuff. Yeah, and there's definitely, uh, Cody, you might know what I'm talking about, because you like anime stuff. Do you know, uh, Puella Magica, Magi, Magica Madoka, or whatever the fuck Oh, I, yeah, I'm, I know of it, but I haven't seen it. Uh, it's a really good, uh, sort of, postmodernist uh, magical girl. Yeah, story. I know people like uh, sing its praises. It's the first series of it is really fucking good in the first two movies. They eventually, I would actually recommend watching the movies that they made of it, like the first two of them. Skip the third because what they kept doing is trying to go back to it and add new stuff to it and mm. all of it sucked because it's a really great, con- I'm not going to ruin the concept of it, but it's a really great concept that needs to end at a point. And uh, so many times people seem to forget that, especially I think nowadays when we have all of this. Uh, there's all this world building stuff. Like it's backed off a little since nobody but Marvel has ever made the fucking cinematic universe work, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's still this idea of you know create something that'll generate a bunch more IP down the line. And uh, fuck, nobody wants that. <laughs> like, and they yeah. think they do, but eventually. Honestly, even Marvel, I think, is going to back off the connected continuity stuff now that they're past uh, the Endgame stuff. Mm-hmm. That'd be, I mean, yeah, that would be cool. Because I disagree. The story ends. <laughs> <laughs> well, here on our Halloween episode, would you like to weigh in on the our? I don't know anything about the anime you were talking about. Well, not <laughs> obviously not anime, but like the for continued. Well. Let's maybe not have a big argument that me and Aura have with each other. Oh. <laughs> you want to you want to recycle this one? <laughs> let's maybe talk about, in particular, in horror for that. Like, let's divert into that. I would contend that in particular, horror stories need to be bounded out because of the nature of horror. And that's sort of a problem that we get with a lot of modern like television shows, and for instance, that do horror, like Walking Dead, is that they just fucking keep going and after a point you lose interest because the threat fades well it's also part of the idea of the walking dead that it's also more of a drama thing just on that uh, side of it soap opera disguise yeah as like like obviously people like horror and horror tv shows definitely now have like or can go on for like many very very successful like critically acclaimed seasons But yeah, like I feel like part of the reason why both the comic and the TV show stretch on so long to the point where lots of people will like drop off and then grab it right back as it ends is because it's a lot of the just like relationships of who is still left. Yeah. And I feel like part of it with Walking Dead, the problem that emerged in that show was 
in the comic book, you can churn through your cast really quickly. Mm. Because, hey, you're fucking writing them. Like, whatever. Anybody can die. Nobody has an agent. Um, mm. But on the show, I always That's... felt like there was a bit of reluctance in how it dealt with certain characters and what mm. I've seen of it. And the rate at which it was willing to, to kill people off to continually reinforce the idea that this is a survival thing. Right. You know? uh, to keep the, the stakes raised. Mm-hmm. That's how you get the viewers. It, it makes me think of Lost, which not really a horror show, but like has the same type of like universal appeal and suspense build in. Yeah. That you you mark it for weeks and weeks and weeks, like, oh my god, which person is Negan going to kill? And then you can... It happens and you can watch the two-minute clip on YouTube over and over again. Yeah. Or you watched more of uh, Walking Dead than I did, I think. I did. I watched a lot of The Walking Dead. Um, what, do you, what do you think about I'm that? I'm not caught up, though, so... <laughs> yeah, but I watched, like, three seasons... I think. I watched enough to get mad at Andrea and <laughs> how shitty they ruined her character before they killed her. I mean, it, it 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 loosely followed the comics with, you know, sort of weaving in and out of, like, the same beats that the comics hit. Um, the, I mean, recently he just finished that comic, which was a surprise to people. Like, he just, like... I was so shocked they pulled off that surprise, by yeah. the way. Like, in, in today's spoilery age. Like, well, I'm shocked really came he didn't out cash in on a, on a 200 issue and then, like, ended at 206 or something. Mm. I, I feel like it's a Kirkman move to not make the yeah. financial decision. <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> uh, retailers were obviously a little... Yeah. Uh, yeah, because, uh, you know, nobody ordered that, like what just looked like a another issue of The Walking Dead in any special numbers, you know? I'm sure speculators were fucking yeah. all over it. It was, you know, it was a $20 book day of. I think it's still a $10 book, so. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but beyond that, like, you know. Yeah. And what, what did you think about the show as it went on? Did you see? Did it drop off a lot? Did you feel... Like, am, am I right it's in always, my contention? It, I think it was consistent. You, I, I, okay. I don't know what people complain about. Like, um, the, I mean, there are always bad and good episodes. I think the difference was the hype around it, mm. um, seemingly, anyway. Yeah. Uh, did you see the same? Like, I, I thought there was sort of a reticence to, to kill people compared to the comics. Probably by, caused by the financial reality of... Casting people. <laughs> well, I mean, there's that. I, I, a lot of people... So, the the Negan season was was sort of a bifurcation. Because it was the season that seemed to suck people, like, really into it. But also, like, cut people out of it. Because of, mm. you know, murdering Glenn and all of that. I think people didn't... I mean... That was exactly what happened in the comic. Like, yeah. you know, pe- like people who who were upset about what, that watching the TV show. I mean, that was a that was the. I mean, there were like even the gore bits with Glenn were straight out of the comic book. So, um, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know what people were upset about with that. I guess. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Yeah. Just that they hadn't 
switched it out for somebody else like they had earlier or something. I don't know. It is different, like, thinking about it, the way that people read comics versus watching, like, a TV series. But other things are similar, too. Like, people will stop buying a comic if, like, a character or an arc or something that they like stops. Well, I and wonder vice if... versa. Like, people will jump on after they hear something that just happened in a comic. I wonder if the summer season thing is a detriment to to television shows in a way that comics don't have that same problem. Comics keep you coming back once a month, uh, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, when you have that three months off, you have an opportunity to extricate yourself from that thing, the, the television show thing. So, yeah, fair enough. And current, or and I have talked before about how current viewing habits are kind of weirdly changing TV. Mm-hmm. I think in favor of more bounded stories because I think that we see more deliberately, sh- like one season or two season or whatever stories now, just because. Again, you can't hang on. <laughs> again, another old yarn, me and Josh. You know, or, I don't think I it's an it's argument. Same, I'm not yeah. saying whether it's better or worse. I'm saying that I think it's well, happening. <laughs> definitely, there. I mean, there's active conversations even now about like, is should a Netflix movie be allowed to win awards? Like, should a Netflix series be allowed to compete? Or not yeah, even Netflix, but just yeah, like streaming services. Like, nothing can make the argument of the conservatism of the fucking Academy more than those arguments. Right. And it's not even that, though, like, what the Academy or, like, the Oscars or the Golden Globes say about this, that, or the other thing, but just, like, people... It is common now that people don't have the time that they used to to watch, like, multiple TV shows, like, as they live their life. They would rather, like, have something that they consume all of it in, like, a couple of bursts so that they can move on and, you know. Like, people were given the choice between different modes of viewing. I mean, it's... I think this is an instance of the free market working. (laughs) It isn't always a thing that I'm I'm a huge fan of. Uh, People were given the choice of of modes of consumption for media, right? And, And... They've chosen the Netflix binge model, I think, largely. Not entirely, and there's still certainly a place for shows like Law and Order or mm-hmm. uh, your crappy cop shows. Although even those tend to be like I think sort of season bounded arcs in some way. Not not one hundred percent, but um Which are the cop shows you watch? I watch the Chicago shows. Oh okay. is, or is committed to the Dick Wolfoverse. That's I, that is correct. I think I did know that actually. Yes, I, I I clear off Wednesday nights and me and my wife watch crappy cop shows. Um even though one's a medical show and one's a fire show, they're all effective. They're all cop shows. Yeah. They're procedurals. Yes. Um <laughs> but uh I would I, I might disagree with your assertion that that's a free market uh a free market sort of thing winning the day necessarily because I don't think the streaming services have shown uh, themselves yet to be profitable in any substantial way. So That's not true. <laughs> well, like Netflix loses money every, you know... Because they started to move into original programming. But right. The streaming service has but been... But what I'm saying is I don't think that's the free market... I think it's I think it's disruptor model still. I think it's coming in and it's subsidizing for the moment with the idea that this is the future and you have to be there. But I don't I don't think that it's free well, market decision making yet. 
Here's my counter argument within that. Like when yeah. I we don't have the numbers in front of us, but I don't think that streaming services are as unprofitable as you think, just because Netflix over invests in original programming. Um but beyond that I would say that there are shows on streaming services that launch there have been experiences with shows that launch an episode once a week. So like runaways. Uh and it seems that predominantly what people are wanting and what they move towards is dropping multiple episodes at once. Well, like the binge model wins out in the simple economy of I'm sitting in front of a of a service. Now, well, and then I would be curious how that ends up going season to season for those shows, but that's yeah. you know another place where we don't have the numbers necessarily. Yeah, because I'm guessing. Can I finish my point before you start yours? Okay. Because <laughs> I'm guessing what ends up happening is when you have the binge model where you drop 13 episodes at once and then it's another full year or whatever before you get another 13 episodes, the audience significantly falls off in a way that when I just said, like, summer, that falls off, but I don't think it would fall off as much between seasons. And if that's the case, what that would indicate is that viewing models would want us towards fewer seasons of more shows. Because you can't fight against that. Sure. Like, you can't fight against people's preference in, in a meaningful way when it comes to their entertainment. Like, if every... Like, if, if the streaming services were like, we're going to release an episode a month because we want to make these longer-term things, people would stop liking those shows. Sure. I mean, that's... But... That's why I think the free market works to some degree within entertainment, because you can't make somebody enjoy a thing. But I, but like I said, I don't think it's free marketing. I think it's I think it's still disruptoring. I, I, we're disagreeing on this. That is correct. We're t- but because we're talking about <laughs> it at different levels, and because yeah. because you don't have financial data. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's uh, it's me that's the, having the the argument problem here. That's that's fair. Yeah, set it aside. <laughs> <laughs> do we want to do? Uh... Halloween trivia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do we? Cody's <laughs> like, I hate it when mom and dad fight. <laughs> do we? I have, I have questions, but that means that one of you will probably be a winner and a victor, and I don't know if we need that now. <laughs> oh, I don't give a shit. Nah, we're, at, have it. We're, we're at the extent to which we can profitably discuss that, I think. Yeah. All right. <laughs> or and I have had worse arguments on it. Right, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> And Kyle was really scared when we were talking about that fucking nightly news shit. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so uh, are we doing trivia? All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do, tri- okay, okay. Let's do trivia. Do, Let's, do we right. have a theme song for trivia? Um, uh, royalty-free theremin music. Do, yeah. do, do, do Royalty free Theramin <laughs> music Royalty <laughs> free music I think that's That's chant But okay You know what would be really awesome Is to take like an old Like Like a 50s theremin themed TV show or whatever Or like the Doctor Who theme or whatever And just do it with cat meows Instead of theremin noises Oh yeah I, you might have to explain to the audience what a theremin is, by the way. Uh, a theremin is an electronic instrument wherein you, it creates a magnetic field uh, under some rods, and then you insert your hands into it and move it around to control the, the various elements of the sound it makes. Uh, 
it was used a lot in 50s and 60s, like sci-fi and horror-type soundtracks. Uh, probably it's best known for the original Doctor Who theme being on Theremin. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's... Uh... Looked like it was loading for a second. Yeah, and and I mean the original Doctor Who is in the old. That's a piano, right? Hang on. No, forget it. <laughs> Beat me piano. It, it's it start. He started to get like, but then he had to prep the thing, and it was like, okay, forget it. If you watch somebody play theremins, they're fairly elaborate and require a good deal of expertise. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Cody had it before we started recording the, like, wom, 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 wom kind of music. Yeah, it's almost like a whistle. Yeah. yeah. Space. It goes on forever. But God. not as forever as the taste of these delicious Oreo mystery flavors. Oh! <laughs> Forthcoming? Yay! Morning. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's do some trivia. Alright. So I have I have looked up official IMDB uh, movie quotes from uh, several different horror franchises, and uh, I have put one real quote and one fake quote that are all kind of like themed at least off of the franchise. So kind of like this the tongue-in-cheek horror movie dialogue tropes sort of things. So I really miss Trash or Treasure, by the way. The end. <laughs> I know you do. Do we want to go one... Do you want to be the Treasure Master? You can, you can, you can run Trash or Treasure. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know. Let me think about that. Let me... Right. That, would, that would require my, my shitty memory remembering to do this. But, but maybe. Fair enough. Do we want to do, like, one one person gets one question, then the other person... Well, let's just both go at it. Both go at it? All right. Because that's how Trash or Treasure always worked. Okay. And I was the Trash or Treasure King, regardless of what Kyle says, so... So this is from you Friday... trade-off streaks. <laughs> this is from Friday the 13th, The New Blood, is the okay. real line, Okay, you big hunk of a man, come and get me. Oh. Or, now that's what I call a slap shot. Oh, shit. I'll let Aura go first. What? You think I know it? <laughs> you bastard. Hunk. <laughs> hunk? You think hunk? I'm pretty sure. It's hunk? Hunk is correct. All yep. right. Big hunk of a man. All right. So far, uh, New Blood is, I believe, my favorite Friday one. It's the one where it's a uh, twist. It's not Jason. Yeah. Other than Woo! the first one. <laughs> then, uh... <laughs> yeah, I guess that's the original big twist. Yep. Okay, so now the next one is Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors, is the quote, Hey, creature, leave those kids alone. Or, let's go kick the motherfucker's ass all over Dreamland. Uh, motherfucker. I'm pretty sure it's motherfucker. It is motherfucker. Hey, creature, leave those kids alone is a face value Pink Floyd pun I made up. <laughs> That's a pretty good one, though. It sounded a little intricate for Nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's saying like, kick the motherfucker's ass. By, by three, the humor was pretty puerile. In <laughs> yeah. I didn't, I didn't want to do uh, your big break on TV or any of the really obvious lines for him. All right. I'm your DJ now, Princey. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> now for Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Oh, 2, huh? Yeah. You have one choice, boy. Sex or the saw. Or I won't tolerate any kind of talk about a second insane chainsaw massacre here in Texas. Oh, sex with a chainsaw. Hmm. I'm going to go with a break for, from Aura and go with the second one. The second one? It is sex or the saw. Yeah. <laughs> for for an additional bonus point for this one is lick my plate you dog dick a real quote or a fake one for that movie. Oh shit. That's got to be real. Yeah, both real. That is real. <laughs> that was my real first like quote. It was like there's not much about Texas or chainsaw or saws in that bit. <laughs> All right. Uh now for Halloween 4, Return of Michael Myers. Ah, fuck, I'm out on this one. Josh has has seen these a thousand times. Is it, I catch you groping my daughter, I'll use that shotgun on you, or where'd he even get a mask this late on Halloween? Oh, where'd he even get a mask this late on Halloween? See, what was 4? It's the Return of Michael Myers. (laughs) Michael Myers. He's back. I'll do the daughter one. The daughter one? Daughter is correct. Ah. Using a shotgun. Because that was the beginning of the, like, Laurie's yeah. niece arc or whatever, I think. Yeah. Alright. Now for a, a horror classic. <laughs> Phantasm. Oh. Is the quote, You gotta watch out for the flying paperweight. Or, <laughs> I just don't get off on funerals, man. They give me the creeps. <laughs> of the paperweight. Paperweight? I'm do funeral. Funeral? It's getting off on funerals. <laughs> That's yeah. the correct quote. The paperweight seemed a little on the nose, and I do remember it was the Phantasm series set in a mortuary. That's a portal yep. to an evil dimension. <laughs> weird yeah. fucking chud things. Yep, there was lots oh, wow. of quotes there, too, about like little Ewok people that I scrapped because mm-hmm. I was like, I feel like that's too tongue-in-cheek. <laughs> uh, for My Bloody Valentine, is it... I'm so hungover, man, I feel like I've got a spike in my head. Or, if there's one thing I like better than Christmas candy, it's Valentine's candy. Valentine's? Valentine's? I'm going to go with the spike. I haven't seen spike? That, but that sounds like a great setup for an ironic death. It is the Christmas candy versus Valentine's candy <laughs> line. <laughs> oh, back to being tied. Alright, and we've got one last one. Uh-oh. For the movie Event Horizon... Oh, damn it. ...is the quote, Fuck this ship, or it's the goddamn ship. What? (laughs) Oh, no. I guess I gotta go with fuck. You gotta go with fuck? Josh? I'll go with goddamn for for the sake of the split. The split ends with fuck. Alright. It's fuck the ship. That is a Lawrence Fishburne quote. I have only seen two of these movies. (laughs) (laughs) Is there another Event Horizon? No, I've only seen two of the movies on your list. (laughs) No, there doesn't need to be another Event Horizon. The first one was fine. Yeah. Yeah, I was pretty sure it was fucked, but I didn't want it to end in a time. Well, the uh, Event Horizon and... uh, I did see Phantasm uh, as a little as a little kid, <laughs> but you know, uh, and then and then I had seen uh, uh, Friday the Thirteenth uh, Part. What did you, what was it? Three. 
Friday Thirteenth was. Five, I think it's New Blood. New so Blood. Five, I think. Five, yeah. Four or five, but I think. Well, five. I've, seen I the, a, I've seen all of those because right. of USA up all night. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, are they all on there? Yeah. Uh, a lot of them. I'm not sure if all of them were because it was up to a certain point at the. Yeah. Oh right. So like, hopefully Manhattan is because that's the that's the fucking fun one to talk yeah. about. Yeah. That's the one where Jason ki- keeps killing people with the exact same like stairwell. Not stair- <laughs> yeah, stairwell. It's like those the thing that like opens up. And it's like the sewer grating, like right underneath. I just remember Manhattan because it's uh, almost none of it is set in Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> and certainly, almost none of it is shot in Manhattan. Listen, no one was going to come out and watch Jason take South Jersey. Jason takes a boat and then also a sound stage <laughs> and a little bit of footage of Times Square. <laughs> no. None of it Manhattan, though, huh? <laughs> I think Times Square is in Manhattan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that's about all they shot in Manhattan because it was very expensive. And I was, was about to very say, clearly yeah. soundstage. Jason takes on budgetary restrictions. Yes. <laughs> uh, Jason deals with New Line wanting to maximize profits. <laughs> um. Okay, so that was fun. So we we <laughs> talked a little while at, uh, at Cody's party yesterday about... Uh, about uh, Twilight, Josh, you missed missed that talk. Um, So I ask the Josh, Mm -hmm. uh, vampires or werewolves? Uh, I don't really care. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) See, it's funny because... This is going to make for a shitty discussion. Take a great job, my friend. In what context? I don't know. Would you if like if you like would I fuck a vampire or a werewolf? Like I mean, for starters, monster. I was gonna say, you know, you have you're you're on your 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 uh, you're on your cheap streaming service, uh, and you see that there is a <laughs> new vampire movie and a new werewolf movie. Which one are you watching first? Uh, it depends on the movies. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's. I know. You, I, I get the question that you're asking, and I'm not. I'm trying to be difficult. <laughs> it's just. You hear that? He's not trying to be difficult. <laughs> well, how, about, how about this? I'll give Cody. you my... my... <laughs> well, I want to know no, if Josh wants to fuck a werewolf or a vampire now. <laughs> um, a werewolf, obviously, because well, okay. you can fuck a dog and it's not creepy. Ah, see, that sounds um, like... That's got to check somebody's box. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, men... Uh, <laughs> boys becoming men, men becoming wolves. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like werewolves would be more generous lovers. Like, vampires want to take... That's true. <laughs> fair. That's, you know what? That's, that's fair. Perfect. Yeah, I'll take that. I'll believe that. 100%. Huh. Let's, let's maybe do real quick favorite vampire and werewolf movies. Okay. Ooh, okay. I can do my werewolf right away. I'm not The vampire I'll have to think about for a uh, is, is Is there any other werewolf movies other than Teen Wolf anybody can think of? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Mine isn't Teen Wolf. Werewolf in, uh, werewolf in London, I guess. Uh, my favorite werewolf movie is Ginger Snaps. Okay. I don't know that one. Uh, it's a Canadian movie about uh, two, te- two teenage girls that are sort of late bloomers that are sisters. Uh, and one of them gets bitten by a werewolf. And it's very much about like werewolfism as a metaphor for puberty. Uh, <laughs> I, was, I was just about to it's ask. It's a real fucking great movie. some teeth elements to it. Anyway. <laughs> nice. Oh, very much. It has the... Man-eater's like, because angle. She beca- well, she becomes much more overtly... Like, the sister is initially... The older sister gets bitten. Is initially very, like, dowdy. Hmm. Then becomes, like, more like a, a bombshell at a certain point. Like, there's definitely an implication that werewolfism has made her want sex. <laughs> uh, um, 
Not in a way that's like creepy. Yeah. <laughs> right. Just it's an allegory. It's just sort of that moment where you hit puberty and suddenly you realize, okay, people of the other gender are uh well there there were always human beings because you are of course an evolved human who understands that the gender does not restrict the whether you want to be friends with somebody. But they're not ookie anymore. They're not ookie. <laughs> Or maybe it's people that say, you know what, eh, fuck it. I can't, I d- I can't I do, make this. I do know what you mean. I yeah. can't make this woke. <laughs> <laughs> it's a metaphor for a certain thing. Uh, so yours is Teen Wolf, then? Uh, I'm, I'm actually, go, you go. Because I, I, there's oh. one I'm thinking of now that Josh said it like that, and I can't remember the title of it. And I was hoping that Google could help me while you were talking. I was trying to think if there was any, like, specifically different werewolf movies is like the Howling probably, yeah. and there's so many sequels to that. I, again, I like a <laughs> horror franchise series that wanders aimlessly like a, through the reeds for forever. Like Strebo, Werewolf Bitch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like Christopher Lee. <laughs> Hell yeah. Eyes a she wolf of the SS that's, or something. That's not a, oh. not a sequel. Oh, never mind. <laughs> nothing. But yeah, but still, see, those are <laughs> like other examples. And then. Um, I do have a book called. Uh, uh, what was it? Boot Boys of the Werewolf Reich, or something like that, <laughs> which is a, a horror novel about skinheads that become werewolves and have to be fought off. That's cool. That's <laughs> uh, I'm pretty. I'm going to go Underworld. I think. All right. Okay. Because you, like, you get both of them. Yeah, it's the uh, it's the werewolf vampire sci-fi original movie, uh, Tromeo and Juliet movie. Also probably cheating, but yeah. No, right. Well, I'll have a favorite vampire movie for sure. Oh, yeah? Yeah, probably Lost Boys. Michael! 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 <laughs> Michael! Uh, maybe that's it, Lost Boys. Wow, I was just going to go for Lost Boys to be cheap. Uh, <laughs> no, that's fine. You can. Uh, I should see. Lost Boys, it, it's fun. Double Cory. It's a double Cory? It's double Cory. Um, I... I, I guess I'm just going to have to go with Teen Wolf. I, I, the Google, <laughs> Google was not helpful. Um, <laughs> uh, although, uh, yeah. yeah. What, would be, what would be your vampire movie? My, gosh. Um, oh, because... The Vampire the Masquerade TV series. Um, I don't know how you would pick anything that's, other than... That's like, wrong in multiple ways. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the... Let me think, because uh, Van Helsing, Van Helsing, the, uh, <laughs> like, the Hugh Jackman one. Yeah, wow, man. Yeah, just wow, hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Dude. Also, a werewolf. Do you want movie, me to I keep think? going? <laughs> I I want to take I want to take Lost Boys back and uh, what we do in the shadows. Definitely, like needs to be in the top rankings of vampire movies specifically. Yeah. <laughs> I suspect that there's a movie that I have that I haven't watched yet that will become my favorite vampire oh, movie. Somebody, which is called Only Lovers Left Alive. Is that the one I... Somebody at work was telling me about one that was like old and cool and weird and I think it might be that one. What's uh, Only well, Lovers... This is a pretty new one. It's a Jim Jarmusch oh, film. Are you Nosferatu maybe? No. Um, Kronos... Is that the Guillermo del Toro one? Is that a vampire one? Uh, yeah, I believe so. I think it might be a remake of a of a British Captain Kronos. Uh, I'm not sure. 
in all seriousness, uh, 30 Days of Night yeah. was, was one of my favorite uh, oh, right. vampire movies. Uh, I need to rewatch I, that. I wrote... That's uh, number one on this list. I wrote uh, probably 200 pages on that movie all by itself when I was in... Uh, yeah. When I was in my graduate program, because I just had a lot to say about that particular movie. Um, nothing I can think of right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did. I guess I did have quite a bit to say about the abject, but that's not really what we're doing for this podcast. So, um, I will go ahead and say, of things that I've currently watched, because I haven't sure. seen Only Lovers Left Alive yet, so it wouldn't be... I suspect, because I love Jim Jarmusch, that it will become my favorite. Um... Of ones that I have seen, uh, let the right one in. Sure. I also just saw that one. That movie's fucking great. Like, the cinematography in that movie is mind-blowing. Like, not a lot happens in it, so you have to kind of, like, slow fucking Scandinavian-type film. But if you're into those things, and I, I, I definitely am, Jesus, it's such a fun movie. Any particular feelings about Blackula? I haven't seen Blackula. Me neither. <laughs> because I am a racist. Wow. <laughs> I was. I was. I wanted to do like I. T- because I, t- I took in when I was at a famous film school. I took a class on black exploitation films, uh, and I'd been in, in a class with the same professor the previous year, which had been about like uh, which had been a great class about like Reagan eighties and like the the. The view uh-huh. of the the inner city, like sort of the 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 crack era of, of representation. Sure. Uh, and I did I did a paper about horror films, uh, and I think that the professor he doesn't watch a lot of horror films. I think he was annoyed that I did a paper <laughs> about horror films because he made a very specific list of what we could do for the black exploitation one, which made me sad. Um, I was going to do Blackula, scream uh, Blackula, scream, uh, Vampire in Brooklyn. Also, also, like, not unrelated to, you know, black vampire sort of things. Yeah. Uh, I saw the end of that. That was one of the movies when I was cleaning theaters. I saw the end of that movie <laughs> lots of times before I saw it, you know. Like, yeah. we're, we're at the end, they climb into the car and, like... <laughs> <laughs> um, how, how about, uh, uh... How about Buffy? Well, I was just going to say Buffy the movie. Uh... It's a fun watch, but I don't know if it's good necessarily. I I like Buffy. I throw that up there with like that. Make my top ten. I think like there's there's sort of a weird weird conflicts happening in that between director and writer and some of the actors <laughs> that make it a weird watch. Yeah. Well, I think <laughs> like Donald Sutherland in particular does not fucking care about this about being. <laughs> well, in I that was film. I was wondering if it was if if there was a tonal sort of like shift during production or a miscommunication <laughs> as to what the tone was going to be. Um, uh, I think the director, like, based on Joss Whedon's later work, I think the director read the script and saw, like, a, a light horror comedy. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I think Joss Whedon probably wanted something more close in tone to the, the, the television series. Okay. Where it's a comedy, but with dramatic elements. Okay. And I, I think that's part of the disconnect in it. Like it's it's a bit bit too serious for the light comedy it wants to be. Paul, that said, Paul Rubin's death bit in that is fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. 
<laughs> but it's it's a great example of sort of the dissonance in the movie, though, because it's a great bit that has nothing to do with the fucking movie. <laughs> it doesn't make sense within the context of the movie. He's supposed to be dead. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, but instead he's just doing this elaborate fucking comedy bit <laughs> that continues to the fucking credits, if I recall. But, like... It's like when Space Ghost, like, lies down. He's like, time to die. And it's like he's just sitting there for a second. He says, this isn't so bad. <laughs> yeah. Let's maybe do favorite zombie movies, too, to close off. Because I think that's the modern trifecta of monsters. Because, like, mummies and creatures... Mummies are, you know, out of date. Creatures in the Black Lagoon are something you want to fuck now, I guess. The, what? Uh, I was about to say, water, I feel man. Like... It's about fucking. No, no, no. It's about Hang on. I the want to hear what Josh the... has to say about what? What? The Shape of Water is about wanting to fuck the oh. creature from the Black Lagoon, buddy. As a millennial, I can't oh, confirm I that th- that is what that is about. I thought. I, I always thought <laughs> it was just a fish Abe man. Sapien from Hellboy. Is <laughs> that not? It is both. As as the people, perfect people want to fuck tropical... Abe and not Hellboy in that movie. <laughs> like yeah. now. <laughs> Is it is he tragic or something? Like, what's the problem here? I think I haven't seen it. I think the idea is that he's he's sort of this ex- creature that's being experimented on, and there's like a cleaning lady that is all like, "Oh, I want to bone down with this fish." She wants to have a connection with the fish. Yeah, I assume it's sort of loneliness, <laughs> and they have a romance. I assume it's, it's more romantic than I'm. It's saying. like her. He doesn't Comedy. start off wanting to fuck the phone, but you get there. It happens. <laughs> she doesn't start off wanting to fuck the fish. But listen, it's not something you're not going to think about at least once. He doesn't start off wanting to fuck the phone in her. That's what they're doing in that new movie that they're doing. <laughs> yes. About, about phone fucking. Yes. Oh my god, that looks awful. Yeah, no, it looks fucking <laughs> shit. That movie looks so bad. And it's like, I, don't, I can never remember the guy's name, but it's that guy from Workaholics. Yeah. I like him, but what the fuck is he doing? Yeah, him? this looks... He's a Will Ferrell vehicle. Yeah, this looks... <laughs> is what it is. <laughs> it looks like uh, pretty rough stuff. Adam something, is that his name? Uh, man, I had it. Adam Devine. Adam Devine. Adam Devine. Adam Devine. Adam yeah. Devine's house party. He's pretty good. Like he showed his penis in his yeah. Netflix movie. Yeah. His real penis. So there you go. Got to respect that. There's another movie for you for Halloween. Another horrifying film. Another horror movie. Yeah. Adam Devine's penis. I think that's just what it's called. Just search Netflix for Adam Devine's penis. <laughs> It'll be good. It probably will turn up. Uh, zombie, zombie movie. Yeah. Uh, it's a, it's there's a, a lot of good off. ones. <laughs> there's so many. Like, I could, like, off the top of my head, I want to do, like, a serious one, a comedy one, and, like, a camp yeah. one. We can do whatever. I'm, I'm about to do two. <laughs> what are, yeah, what are your two? Because I have a guess that, like, my, somebody's is Fido. Yeah, that's my best. Nice. <laughs> Fido is a fucking great movie. Yep. It's All right, perfect. amazing. You, you take Fido. <laughs> uh, but first I want to give runner-up to the recent uh, Dead Don't Die, the Jim Jarmusch uh, oh. zombie take, which I, it's very dry in the way that Jarmusch's films are very dry. Uh, I love Jim Jarmusch's films so much. Like One of my favorites of all time is Stranger Than Paradise, which I think I mentioned on our lists. Mm-hmm. Um. Dead Don't Die is so fucking dry. And I think that's what annoyed people, because I think people wanted a Zombieland type. Which I oh. fucking hated Zombieland, to be honest. I really need to see this, then. It's uh-uh. at work. But what is this? Uh, Dead, Dead Don't, Don't Die. Die. Oh, yeah. It's so good if you're into dry, slow-build comedies. And it's Bill... Uh, it's Bill wow, Murray. I just blanked on his last name. It has an amazing cast. Yeah. Jarmusch over the years has worked with a lot of people, and he cashed in a lot of favors for this. Adam Driver does dry comedy mm-hmm. 
fucking perfectly in Logan Lucky. He's, so that's what, hearing you say that yeah. makes me really want to see this one. Then. Him and Bill Murray together is a fucking... It, they won't get an Oscar, but they should. It oh. should be an Oscar-winning combination. They're great. <laughs> Tilda Swinton is fucking amazing in it. Uh, who else is in it? It's an amazing cast. There's even an appearance by Iggy Pop as a zombie. Oh my god. How do you get better than Iggy Pop as a fucking zombie? <laughs> um, and like I said, if, if you like sort of mannered humor, like for instance, there's a running bit where they keep turning on the radio and hearing the theme song to the movie, which they refer to as the movie's theme song. Like, you have to like bits that are just... And the first time you're like, okay, that's, that's, a, you know, that's a standard comedy bit. Like the tenth time they do it. Because <laughs> it keeps coming up. It's, it's really a, a, a silent Bob getting a rake to the face joke. And if you, if you watch that old Simpsons, the old bit where they're doing the Cape Fear parody and he keeps getting hit by rakes... And if you're the type of person that didn't understand why they did that like seven or eight times, you're probably not going to like that. Don't die. Oh man! But if like me, you're just like, just keep doing it. Just do something weird and dry and just insane. Uh, it's a great fucking movie. And then Fido, which is both of mine are comedy ones, but whatever. Mm-hmm. What I really like about Fido isn't just the comedy. We did this on the show before, so I won't talk too much length. Um. What I like about Fido isn't just the comedy, although it is an uproariously funny film. What I really like about Fido is the despair that underlies it. <laughs> like, how much... Like, if I want to point to performances that I like, I point to Dylan Baker in that movie, because he is a man who is broken. <laughs> and everything in his performance very carefully and subtly indicates how much... Like, these are these people, they had this huge zombie uprising, they had to do terrible things, and Dylan Baker broke as a human being as a result. And he's just sort of dragging himself through this parody of a 50s lifestyle in the aftermath of it. And everything I like in, in performing arts is in that performance. <laughs> because he hits it so subtly and so well, and doesn't over-indicate at any point. Um, just a great movie at dealing with the fact that there's been this horrible tragedy and everyone is altered by it and they're not whole as humans mm. and the life that they're in is not sustainable. But it never never hits you over the head with it. It just lets its people... It trusts its actors and its premise to develop the ideas inherent in it. Sorry if that was super film schooly, but I really <laughs> fucking love Fido. <laughs> Halloween special. I, um, I, I was trying to think of zombie movies that I've enjoyed... I know there have been some, but like briefly looking through the Google list, I didn't come up with a, a ton of the ones that I, that I remember anyway. Uh, Night of the Living Dead came up, and I was like, "Oh man!" When we watched that for the show, like that affected me because <laughs> I. It's a very I, good movie. I yeah. didn't. I didn't know the ending. Um, <laughs> and that kind of. Oh, oh and that, wow! <laughs> yeah, that came out of nowhere for me. Um, <laughs> was, I think when I first watched it, it was one of the first horror films that I really watched yeah. as, a, as a kid, and. Uh, yeah, I think I didn't know the ending either, and it's just so I mean, bleak. Well, it hit me in the same place as uh, like Easy Rider's ending, you know, like yeah, which also, as Josh knows, fucked me up for like a week. <laughs> like, just uh, films from an era where they 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 were fine with it ending on like the downest note, yeah. <laughs> even if it yeah. didn't, even if it wasn't always like yeah. in Easy Rider, it wasn't really indicated that was where they were going necessarily. Yeah. I think in Night of the Living Dead, it makes a bit more sense in terms of the larger movie. Sure. Mm. Um, so that was, uh, those were, uh, you know, uh, well, the, uh, Night of the Living Dead, uh, you know, 
Uh, Have you seen Dawn yet? Have you ever seen Dawn? I haven't seen any of the other. I, all right. I, uh, I'd be curious how, what you thought of Dawn. Uh, as Josh knows, I don't. I don't usually volunteer for a horror movie. Like I'm willing to watch one, but but they're not. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not my favorite genre. No. <laughs> so, but I would seriously, I would be curious as to what you thought of Dawn because it's usually the one that people interpret as more overtly political because sure. all of it's well, that's the that's all this commercialism stuff. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, okay. So yeah, I would. I, I'll probably try to get to it sometime or. We'll have to make an excuse to watch it for the show or something. That's yeah. that's usually where I end up watching those kinds of movies as an excuse for the show. Yeah, um, a lot of people are sort of split on whether Dawn or Night. I personally prefer Night, but is the remake of Dawn the one with the Richard Cheese get down with the sickness? Yeah, uh, by Zach by Zack Snyder. <laughs> I, uh, I actually liked the remake a lot. Yeah, I, I thought it was fun. It, it holds not a as place, good as the original, but probably, yeah, yeah, but it was good. Is the original uh, choke on it, or is that one of the other ones? Where I think. It's... I think it, choke on it was in the was in the original Dawn. Okay. I, there's again, there's so many and the, so many remakes. Like yeah. I have such a hard time keeping like which one. Was, but even it was exactly, day. day is not. Some people like day, but I really didn't care for day. Yeah, some of them are just like specific scenes or kills or like the thing that stands out in your mind and like sticks with you for like decades and decades later yeah a lot of what sticks with people with Don is all the scenes of people running through the mall <laughs> mm, yeah Ving Rhames on the roof chilling yeah oh. uh, another one that came up on the list that I didn't necessarily think of as as a zombie movie necessarily but I was like oh I guess it sort of is is Planet Terror I, yeah I, it's a zombie movie yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you can it's, have essentially zombies like Return yeah, of the Living Dead. Yeah, it's, it's less overtly zombie than you know mm-hmm. other things, though. I think. Um, yeah, like it, some people classify Evil Dead as a zombie movie, which sure. like is like not really. I mean, you could see that argument being made, but it's it feels like it's less that and more demon. Well, I mean, that one's overtly demon, but. For the argument's sake. <laughs> if we want to get real film schooling about it, I think there's sort of two ways in which a film can be a zombie film. Like, there's the classic Night of the Living Dead zombie film, which is very much sort of like a siege movie, right? Uh, and very much views the zombies as a natural hazard. Like, it, in a lot of ways, thinking it through in a theoretical sense, I think there's a lot more that they have in common with disaster movies, almost, than sure. with other horror mm-hmm. movies. World War Z. Uh, yeah, because it's just sort of a hazard. Like, it's a, in your classic zombie movie, like Night of the Living Dead, the zombies are just happening around you, and the interpersonal conflict, as you try to solve the problem of the zombies, is what drives the plot. And then there's other films that have zombies in them. Uh, arguably, both films that I did were films that have zombies in them more than they were classic zombie films so I don't I don't care too much about like one distinction is better than the other but I, I think that's like Planet Terror is a descendant of I would say Return of the Living Dead where you have sentient zombies that are talking and ordering send more brains uh, yeah. it's uh, and that's fine like I don't I don't think that makes it not zombie. It's not. It's not a classic zombie movie. Well, it's just not siege I, it, it in didn't, that same way. It, if you were like, "Hey, is Planet Terror a zombie movie?" Before I just looked it up on this list, be like, I don't know, more of a, just a sci-fi movie in general. <laughs> like that. That would have yeah. been my answer. But well, because they look human most of the time, yeah. except when they're gooping out. <laughs> have or Quentin Tarantino has this horrifying zombie dick out. <laughs> um, have either of you seen a movie that I believe is called Ah, uh, We're Zombies? I have not. I've heard it's very good, though. 
Have you? Do you know anything about this? It's. Um, it was. It used to be on streaming services, which was how we saw it. But it's a movie that is shot initially shot in black and white with like a group of five middle-aged people, maybe pretending that they're teenagers or college-aged people, and it's a bowling alley and a contaminated zombie goo thing from a truck lands like right outside and they mix it in with soft serve ice cream and they eat the soft serve ice cream and immediately their world turns to color Mm. so it turns to color and they see everybody else as like moving at lightning speed and they're like all right well what do we need to do and then it cuts back and forth and they are the zombies in black and white. Oh, interesting. And everything that they see is normal, and they can interact with other zombie people normal, and it's just kind of like a weird comedy then from that point. Well, but uh, that's worth checking out. I uh, I was at the grocery store yesterday. Um, I made the mistake of going to the grocery store for a minute yesterday because my wife wanted fruit and damn frozen dinners. <laughs> and it turned out that it was like a trunk or treat event at the grocery store I was at. <laughs> And, like, there was this... I was I was walking down the frozen food aisle, and I heard a little crinkling behind me, you know, and I was... I didn't think anything of it. And uh, this guy with this cart, like, looks behind me and just, like, shakes his head no and, like, instantly turns the cart around, like, to go to a different aisle. And I was like, what the fuck? And I look behind me, and it's just this, like horde of children like running to like get more candy through the through the aisles and I was, I was having that that sort of moment that <laughs> like, like oh god <laughs> like, that's that's world war z yeah <laughs> the onslaught yeah all right. Uh, uh, I did want to honorably mention one horror movie that I thought of while I was looking these up uh, having nothing to do with um having nothing to do with any of these genre flicks, but uh, Night Train. <laughs> Have you seen Night Train? No, okay. I think I suggested it to you, Josh. I don't think you had seen uh, it yet. I don't think I've seen uh, it. It's a Lily Sobieski movie where this guy like dies on a train and uh, the other occupants of the train car are wanting to divide his possessions, basically, <laughs> and dispose of the body because he, he died with this sort of mysterious, you know sort of thing uh that they all like sort of want uh, on him <laughs> and they can't they can't sort of decide what this monkey's paw is effectively so it's a it's a good film fun yeah, yeah. sounds kind of hitchcocky it yeah, was I'll, very hitchcocky i'll check yeah. that out yeah. uh we should probably do our oreo tasting in but before we do that i do want to really quick on the t- subject of zombies say zombie nation over walking dead I was I was gonna ask you how you or Z felt. Nation rather. How about how about Zombie Land? You guys gonna go see Zombie Land? I hated, I hated the first I'll Zombie probably Land. see too. Uh, I never said my uh, my top pick oh. Shaun of the Dead. I was uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect yeah. Shaun of the Dead. Great perfect movie. satire, deconstruction, and like homage all in one. Yeah. Great movie. Anybody here seen Z Nation, the TV show? It's on the streaming services more than anything. Uh, it's by Asylum, and it's so much better and interesting and wackier than... Walking. Really? Yeah. By Asylum, wow. All right. And it actually has some weird experimental bits, like a whole episode that's set in this woman's dreams. Oh, that's cool. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make some crinkling noises, listener. I'm sorry. It's got to happen for a second. So here we go. Our episode not sponsors Oreo. Oreo. Uh, <laughs> Do not sponsor us at all in any this way. Message oh, this has a great smell to it. So, oh, yeah. Good you want, year. Before you do a tasting, you want to whiff. The, yeah, well, I, as I opened it, the smell yeah. came out. 
It's like a wine tasting. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So the question is, are we going to do these straight or are we going to double stuff them? No, they're already double stuffed. Are we going to quadruple stuff them? What? <laughs> I don't, what does up. that mean? <laughs> uh, I like to, I like to start off with a twenty stuffed. Uh, so, so what we're doing for the show here, uh, the the conceit that we okay. we sort of built up earlier uh, was that this uh, that we were going to uh, try the mystery Oreos live on air and give our impressions of them uh, in order to hopefully win fifty thousand dollars, right, Cody? Yeah, fifty thousand dollars. That's great podcast so, money. So, so our. Uh, <laughs> Do you, want, do you want to guess from the scent? Because I have a guess from the scent. I don't, it's got some What's your of, guess? Because I'm curious. It's got some sort pumpkin. Of, oh, you think? Pumpkin. It's a little well, pumpkin. Okay, they might, had a, that might just be the cookie. I'm sorry. I had a. There was a hint on the back, I guess I could read. Oh, oh okay. Hang on. Uh, it's not, it's not going to help you. Pairs well with chocolate, hence why we chose it. So. Pairs well with chocolate. And I, I, I smell coconutty to it, but you might. Yeah, might it's right. not that peanut butter. It. That might be a... That, all right, so here we go. Here we go, guys. I, I recognize it, but I can't place it. I'm still sticking with pumpkin. It has think, a very artificial pumpkin taste uh-huh. to me. That's what I like... I can't figure out what it's really supposed to be because I can definitely taste that. This tastes good, like, flavor to it. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I can't get past pumpkin now that you've said it, so I guess pumpkin is what we're going to run with. <laughs> Sorry, man, I didn't want to... Oh, is it... Poison um, the well. Well, pairs well with chocolate. I don't know. It does taste kind of like gingerbread-y. Like, oh, it has yeah. that, like, nutmeg-y spice to it. That's, that's true. But that could also be just pumpkin pie. I mean, we could each end up with a different guess. See, Aura's got the Aura's got the method down. He is just sampling the spooge. Yeah. See, I was going to do that, but then I was like, that's that's cheating our premise. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't matter. The thing itself doesn't taste like much of anything. Tastes like a pretty good Oreo cookie. Yeah, it's uh, the mystery flavor this year. Um, it mostly you... just kind of tastes like an Oreo, <laughs> to yeah, be honest, yeah. with a little spiciness on it. Like a, like a, I think you might, you guys like a clovey sort of nutmeggy sort yeah. of thing to it. Yeah, but it's like an Oreo with a little spice sprinkled on it. It's pretty good. Like it's not. I mean, if it was. Between this and regular Oreos, I guess I'd probably go regular Oreos just for the sake of it. But if this was cheaper in any way, I would probably go it because it's fine. Yeah. The uh, well, the 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 every year Oreo does a uh, does a Halloween theme with they uh, with the um, where they make the the dye in it orange. Yeah, the orange which, and like the purple ones. Which then, uh, 
which then turns your poops different colors, so that's fun. I always know that mm-hmm. I'm going to have a, a disgusting green poop anytime I drink a sonic ocean water. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it always <laughs> freaks me out. I, like, it's the next day, and I forget. Yeah, you're like, and then I'm like, oh god, what is happening to my insights? And then oh, I, I Google it for a water. minute before I'm like, oh yeah, now I remember. Yeah, and then you have to drive back to poop in the lot. <laughs> Everyone does that, right? <laughs> well, Return you from whence you came. Then you, you you share with them. They share with you. It's the circle oh. of life. It's like Pokemon. You teach me, I teach you. <laughs> Boopymon. <laughs> so, yeah, that. Uh, thanks to our not sponsors, but hopefully soon sponsors, uh, Mystery Oreos. Right? Yeah, after hearing how much we talked about shit in reference to their product, then I'm sure they'll definitely be. No, we didn't talk about shit up. in reference to their product. Oh, I guess I did. Yes, you did. I, no, I was going to. Uh, well, you like, very much did. Like Sonic will definitely. <laughs> I talked about Sonic in reference yeah, to Sonic, shit. Sonic will most definitely not be a sponsor of ours. <laughs> Listen, this is no endorsement whatsoever, but. At adamandeve.com, you can get all sorts of things. <laughs> isn't that the typical, isn't that the podcast one we should be rooting for? Just because I had that site up when you came in doesn't mean <laughs> that we have to make a joke of it. <laughs> yeah, it, it's... Not, I tell you, Hulu thinks I'm a fucking pervert because it tries, it runs that ad for me all the fucking time. <laughs> So, like, you don't have to be ashamed anymore. And I'm like, hey, yes, I do. <laughs> I need to be ashamed. I was I was raised in a certain religious context. Thank you. If I'm not ashamed, I can't get off. <laughs> I wanted to say that, but my mouth was full. <laughs> of Being cookies. ashamed of is cookies. my kink. It was, full, it was full of cookies for the listener. They're not full of kink. Poor Spooge. We live in a society. <laughs> we live in a fucking society, Aura. Well, that was that was Mystery Oreos, guys. Um, <laughs> mystery yep. Oreos. That was the mystery in Oreos a, bit. In a spooky podcast. Dun dun, dun 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 dun. We haven't we hadn't done a product one in a while. I think the last time we did a product one was that that episode we did. Uh, uh, the last it, episode we recorded where we did how it comes to Frogtown, which won't have posted yet, and we do a taste testing in that. Did we? Yes. Oh, okay, there's that. <laughs> um, no, okay, you're so the right. Last time, the last time we did was uh, technically something that won't post for a couple of weeks. Yeah. No, well, uh, I was thinking of the, the one we did at, uh, at, at that restaurant with the... Uh, with the nacho, or what was it? Uh, Dorito-flavored taco Doritos. Hmm. Was that not this podcast? Was that no, the previous I think, podcast I think that, that was, was on? The previous one that you did. Oh, okay. Well, we other we, graphic novelty we, stuff. That we, was with we, your old girlfriend, Aura. Oh yeah, that no. Oh, that was, you just that's you just did that. You just brought up the the wrong anniversary, buddy. You know what? <laughs> if you haven't figured out that I've truncated my life into about a two week period by now, something like, you and Kyle did, maybe. <laughs> no, <laughs> listeners my, don't always realize it, but this is a thing that happens with Aura. I don't know, almost every time we hang out, yeah. you're like, hey, remember that time that we went to, <laughs> I remember that time when we were at Bowling Green and we went to the yeah, yeah. I'm like, I didn't go to Bowling Green, Aura. <laughs> Never mind. It must have been dingy. <laughs> How did he know the apartment was dingy? <laughs> so remote, is it dingy because it's on the burial ground or is it is that's, that coincidental? Or that's really fucking racist. It's a symptom or effect. Uh, that was not racist. Just, just that, because the ghosts are Native American, they're they're. I was suggesting that unkempt. any particular uh, 
we would like to apologize. Cause the dinginess, not uh, not any particular race being buried there. Thank you very much. <laughs> we would like to apologize to the people of the First Nations for Aura's ignorant comments. <laughs> oh, oh, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they used to call this land Milwaukee. <laughs> Is that a joke? It's not. I don't. Memes Al- world. Alice Cooper. <laughs> Alice Cooper. Oh, sorry. Alice. Native Americans called this place Milwaukee. The land of lakes. Wasn't it like land of lakes or something? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Those people have been vacationing here for quite long before that. Does Zora know how to party or what? Yeah, I do. <laughs> It's almost like you haven't watched Wayne's World for years and years. Yeah, I, I, was, I was just going to say, I was trying to remember, uh, and I again, like I truncate my life, I also truncate, for some reason, Wayne's World and Bill and Ted. <laughs> like, they are they are effectively the same movie in my head. I mean, so, you're not wrong. <laughs> and so when they announced the Bill and Ted, the third movie coming out, I was like, I, I was trying to remember, I was like, I was like, what happened in those? <laughs> Look. Remember that famous Wayne's World bit where Garth has to skateboard race against Attila the Hun? <laughs> God. So. Well, he brought Remember. skateboarding into it. I'm wanting to think of Freddy Got Fingered instead. Uh, oh, and then, and, and then Beavis and Butthead as well. Like Beavis and Butthead bits. <laughs> but. The only Beavis and Butthead bit that I can, like, consistently remember and, like, makes me laugh if I think about it too long is when they're supposed to be planting seeds. This might even be the pilot episode, and they're like, you're supposed to water it. They just, like, kick a packet of seeds <laughs> on the ground, and then one goes, you're supposed to water it, stupid. And then they just, like, pour their cola over it, and they're like, that's better. That sounds right. Yeah, yeah, that sounds. Uh, sounds like it was a bad. Well, I was. <laughs> that show was great. If, if you, well, if you, I did some. Well, because I was. Uh, I was like one day. I was like, oh man, I would. I'd like to watch some old Beavis and Butthead bits. You know, like when they when MTV did the reboot, like whatever ten years back now. Um, yeah, I was like, I was like, man, I'd like to watch some of those old old uh, old ones. And apparently, there are like something ridiculous, like thirty episodes. That Mike Judge just will not like release back into the wild. Oh like, man! So yeah, he released like edited collections because he felt that a lot of it was very not well done. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I probably wasn't wrong. Well, there were <laughs> ones where people like you know uh, were kids basically, you know, impersonated some of the things. Oh, that, I don't think that's why. Uh, well, like they have the fryer stuff and all that in there. Well, for, uh, frog baseball was one in particular. He said he didn't want out oh. there. Mm. Um, Anything that's good. I, mean, I think a part of the frog baseball was the first one that they did, and it wasn't very good. So, um, and the, the impression that I got listening to his interviews on the DVD sets was that he was more concerned about the fact that a lot of them were kind of shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, and of course they didn't have the music video bits in her stu- you know, in her twined either anymore so each one had a little collection of music videos that were separated out which was nice but it would have been nice to have the original but it cost prohibitive yeah like, no i mean they didn't have the rights to any of that shit yeah it's a it's when it was on mtv and mtv sort of still half required itself to play music cody so uh. <laughs> that's why they had music video bits i imagine oh wow so, in, 
Tell me more. Tell me more about this thing called MTV. It used to have music on it. You don't say. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's I've never culturally zeitgeist heard that bit. <laughs> or it has some great material about uh, airline food too. That you also like to drop. <laughs> How do you feel about airline peanuts, Cody? Oh, man. Uh, I hope you don't like them because you don't get them anymore. What's the deal? <laughs> All right, so ending our, our Halloween episode on <laughs> a discussion of Beavis and Butthead. Uh, hope you all have a, a, a joy you uh, Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah? <laughs> enjoy, your, enjoy your Halloween carols. Uh, <laughs> the Halloween running of the bulls. <laughs> Your traditional Halloween maypole. <laughs> it's right in the name. It says May. <laughs> God. Anything else to say before we? Halloween candy is better than Christmas and Valentine's candy. Easy. Well, that was a bit of a shit show.